plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. Hello, everybody. How are you? It's June 20th, Tuesday, day two of the true offseason for the Oakland Raiders. Got a couple little tidbits. I said yesterday we wouldn't have a lot, but, you know, it's the NFL, and there's always some interesting things to talk about. It might not be, you know, directly football-related on the field, but it's Raiders-related. But anyway, I appreciate you listening to Locked On Raiders with Bill Williamson. I've been doing this podcast for 10 months, been covering the Raiders continuously for nine years. Appreciate it very much. This is part of the fastest growing podcast network on the internet. Check out my work on FanRag Sports. I'm back at FanRag, as I told you yesterday. First column for FanRag was an Amari Cooper column. Basically talking about, you know, here's a guy who has made an impact in the NFL, shown he belongs very much, upper-level player, but a guy who struggled to produce throughout the course of the season. Both times. He struggled in the second half. He struggled mightily in the second half last year. 76 yards was his highest total in the second half last year. All four of his 100-yard games came in the first half of the season. Scary part is that four of his games in the second half of the season, he didn't get more than 39 yards. That's not even a good number two, nonetheless a number one. But I do think he's a fine player. He just turned 23 years old. He's going in his third year. I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to be more than fine. I think he can be great, but he's going to have to show that he can play well throughout the course of the season. Derek Carr says he's got the dog in him. Well, that dog's going to have to hunt all season long. So um, check that column out. It's on FanRag Sports. I've tweeted it out a couple of times. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Tell your family, tell your friends. Send me your Twitter questions. You guys did a good job of that yesterday when I asked for Twitter questions, and I'm, I'm in good shape again. That's not doesn't mean I want, don't want you to send them, I'm, but I'm in good shape right now. Keep them coming. This Twitter question is from Naaman and Jackson. Naaman Jackson wants to know, is, do I think Cordell, Cordero Patterson will have a a jump on the Raiders' playbook since it's mostly Bill Musgrave's playbook, the former OC 
And, you know, Naaman made a good point that Cord Cordero Patterson played for Musgrave. Well, he played for him in 2013. So things change. You know, it's, it's a while ago. It's four years ago. That was his rookie season. He's probably swimming mentally. But at least he has a taste of what it is and, 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 and a head start. So it may help him a little bit, but I don't know how much. But I think that was an interesting question, and I appreciate it. So send me your Twitter questions at B. Williamson NFL. Somebody who I think is very fascinating is Kalichi Osemele, the Raiders' fine guard. Um, you know, he sent pictures of his escapades, his world travels, early, right after the regular season. He went all over the place. He did all kinds of, uh, and I think he went with Taiwan Jones and another teammate as well. Um, and uh, all kinds of adventures, and Jack Del Rio had fun with it on Twitter saying, oh, God, he's, you know, nervous fun. But then, you know, Osemele's back at it. He's in Iceland, and he was sitting in a a pool of fresh water. And Man, that, th there's a guy. That's cool. He's making a ton of money, and he's spending, and he's enjoying his life, and he's really enriching his life, and he's going to all these awesome places. The Raiders dispersed on Thursday, and on Monday, he's sending pictures of him sitting in Iceland in water. That's uh, That's cool stuff. Uh, ESPN The Body magazine's coming out. Um, the issue. Marshawn Lynch is going to be part of that. Don't have a lot to say about that, but, you know, he's in it. So, you might want to check it out. You may not want to check it out. That's up to you. Uh, I'd be remiss. Uh, Marshawn's getting some much-deserved kudos for his barbershop in Oakland giving free haircuts to kids who produce quality report cards. That that's what it's all about, right? So Marshawn Lynch is a, you know, does well in the open community and that's an example of it. So kudos to him. Kudos to Derek Carr for being number eleven on US uh, NFL networks top 100 you know a lot of people complain about these things and say the players vote on it and the players say well it's really kind of a weird deal and so who knows i'm dak prescott's number 14 i mean you know i mean it's more of what produced last year i don't know whatever is Derek Carr the best number 11 player in the league I, right now i'd probably put him Yeah, maybe like thirteen with a bullet. Though I think after next year, he could be in the in the top, you know, five maybe. I mean, he's he's definitely rising in the top five player. I don't want to hear complaints. Oh my god! See, I think what fans do a lot, and I'm talking fans of every team. Maybe I don't. Obviously, you overrate your your own players. I mean, that's just the way it is. But. You forget that there's quality players out there. So if I said Derek Carr is the 13th best player in the league, you might go nuts and say, what do you mean? Well, I mean, like we could probably quickly put a list together of 12 in front of him right now. And if you're honest, I mean, that's the way it goes. But here's how I look at it. The dude's been in the league for three years. You've had a terrible dearth of quarterback ability. If I'm saying your quarterback after three years, number 13, that's pretty good. And 11's great, too. So, I don't know if Mac. I don't really follow him too much. Maybe Mac's coming up. I bet he's still coming. I, you know, 
So we'll talk about those rankings later because we're going to start talking about our continue of our Raiders ranking. We started yesterday. We're doing 65. And again, this I'm as it is right now, I'm doing 65. Only 53 make the roster, of course. But these are the guys I think all have a chance. So I'm going to give you five more starting really, really quickly here. So I went from 65 to 61. So today, 60 to uh, 56. Number 60, Elijah Hood. Almost said Elijah Wood. Isn't he an actor? Elijah Wood. Hood is the guy you care about. Seventh round pick, North Carolina, big running back. Um, says he's really, you know, molded his game after Beast Mode. Um, very excited to be playing with Beast Mode. He'll play for, for a year or two and he'll learn from him. Hey, look it. Seventh round pick you never get too excited about, but you can get value out of running backs late. And I, you know, I've heard scouts say that the Raiders did pretty good with Hood. Um, so we'll see. But he has potential, and maybe next year he's much higher on this list. And he'll certainly be in the program, whether it's practice squad or not. So he starts at 60. 59, McDonald, the defensive back that's been around for a little while. Um, he's going to have to get better. You know, he's one of those guys that, you know, he's always fighting for his job. And we'll see how it goes this year because the defensive backfield is better, right? I mean, you got better because you brought in more guys. First two picks. So, you know, you have to think that McDonald is really on the bubble. Number 58, K.J. Brent, receiver. Good-sized guy. Stuck around the program last year. Again, he'll have to really play well to get a spot on the roster. Maybe he can be that number five receiver. Maybe he can stick around in the practice squad, on the practice squad again, and and, and get better. But, you know, he's a guy. And maybe there's room at special teams on this team. They lost some special teams players. Maybe he stands out in camp and in preseason and makes the team that way. But right now he's 58. Number 57. And and it's low. It's low, but that's where I think he belongs right now. E.J. Manuel, quarterback. You know, him and him and Cook are going to battle. And, and if Cook ma- wins the battle, why do you keep E.J. Manuel around? We talked about that last week. Why do you keep a veteran at number three if, if, if you don't think he's better than the, your young backup who you traded up to get last year? Manuel is a guy who worked with Todd Downing and Buffalo, there's comfortability there. He's a former first-round pick. Same thing happened with Christian Ponder a couple years ago with the Raiders and Bill Musgrave, and what happened, he didn't make the team. I can see this being the way. The key to Manuel is if Cook can be consistent. He was getting raves after the first minicamp day, and he was getting, you know, raspberries after Wednesday. So it's you know it's going to be a battle. They're going to rotate. Obviously, Cook has the chance, to, better chance to win because they want him because they have more invested in him. And EJ Manuel is just kind of, you know, it, if he wins the number two job, it's going to be lesser of two evils. 
So he can maybe go up, but right now I say he's 57. Last guy we're looking at today is a guy that, you know, might really go up and, and be in the top 30s this year, but we don't know. But he's a seventh-round pick. Hester, defensive tackle, playing because Ward, playing with the first team, Ward uh, wasn't practicing over Jelly Ellis. Um, you know, let's see. Let's see when the he got. Let's see when the pads come on. Let's see when the preseason games happen. Let's see if this guy can can help. He was a four year starter at Toledo. He has ability, but we we've seen this at before. That guys have done really well in mini camps and then just kind of fade. And we've seen it in Oakland before. We've seen it everywhere before. So he's an interesting guy, certainly. But you know what? Maybe you say he's too low, but He's a seventh-round pick on a good team. He's no guarantee to make the 53. So putting him at 56, I think, is, is, is fair. So that's where he is, and maybe he might be a speeding bullet, and that'd be great for the Raiders. I mean, they've, they've hit seventh-round picks before. I mean, Kerry's still on the team. His fourth year is a seventh-round pick. So there you go. That's my five for the day. We'll do five more tomorrow. Hell, maybe we'll do 10 more. I got to do 10 one day to catch up. We'll see what, what it is. It's, it's going to be when it's a slow day. But I appreciate you listening to Lockdown Raiders. We got 55 more Raiders to rank before training camp starts. So thanks for listening. I'm Bill Williamson. This is Lockdown Raiders. Have yourself a safe and, again, a cool. It ain't getting any, uh, it ain't getting any chillier, folks. See ya. I'm Bill Williamson. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.